I like the cricket, actually, man. I think <laughs> the cricket too. was. Uh, I th- I thought and it was. It was so a, subtle, you could barely. I mean, it's like you could barely hear it, dude. It was literally just perfect in the background too. There was times I was listening and I just would start laughing because I knew that Mike was like, "This, well, this is driving cricket, me nuts." You know what I mean? Well, like, what do you do? You can't find a cricket. They just they're just there, and then you run over there, it'll go away, and then it comes back five seconds test, later. Test, 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 test. <laughs> right. What do you do? What do you got? You got Avengers, uh, uh, yogurt, man. Avengers yogurt. Ah, it's super punch. You know the worst yogurt that you can get to kids and they love it is that that uh, the sour sour patch yogurt. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord, it tastes like you're drinking sour milk coming out of yogurt. It's horrible. This is good though. I'm not really Tell a yogurt, yogurt fan. Oh, well, it's yogurt, man. It's like basically sugar. There's not much healthy about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a little bit of you squeeze it out of a tube. Uh, I can't remember what comedian yeah. does the whole joke about like how you should have, if as an adult, you should have to work for your yogurt, like to not not have it out of a tube. You know what I mean? You should have a, you should have to pick up a spoon. You're definitely making it work. <laughs> uh, your your brother and sister in law are in town. Fantastic. Um, do they have safe travels? Yeah, man. They got down late last night. I tell you what, they they're just so much fun. Like they're just one of those couples that's just fun to be around. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? I was I was I. And I'm not a jealous person. I was almost kind of jealous that they were there and you were going to go down to uh, Universal with them. I'm like, I don't even know these people. Yeah, man. How weird is that? So, I mean, so that you really do hold them to a higher standard, and I love that. You know, Nate, like, Nate is one of those people, my brother-in-law, he's just happy all the time. Like, he's just a happy-go-lucky guy. And neat. it's just, it's, cool, it's infectious. Like, the two of them together, and, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're expecting their first kid. And uh, this is kind of their, uh, like, baby moon. You know where yeah. you're like kind of getting mm-hmm. out one more time before before the new one comes, and so it's uh it's exciting, man. I mean, and here's the thing too, guys. They've never stayed on property before, so Animal Kingdom Lodge and um, All Star Music. Okay, split stay, a uh, little Universal fun. Uh, you guys got a jam packed weekend. I know that your sister in law is um, a little pregnant. Eight, so eight months, she man. Can, she got seven weeks left. That's it. Hopefully she can endure uh, and and get in there. And if she's anything like Katie, I'm sure she'll just pony up and get her done. Work. But anyways, let me go ahead and stop everybody from talking right there. And let's get this show started in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen. Start your engines! To infinity and beyond! There's a touch of madness around here. Hello and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. You know... I always want to explain that this podcast is uh, a little bit about Disney, or a lot about Disney, a little bit about us, and fun for the whole family. But I think I want to sum it up just like this. For everybody out there, it's like sitting around a campfire. Justin and I were talking about this last night. Sitting around the campfire, having some adult talk. The kids are coming up and roasting marshmallows. It's all PG talk, but we're still we're still being adults, and the kids are invited. And um, guys... I'm always enjoying my campfire time with you guys. Justin and Mike, how are you guys doing tonight? Good, buddy. Good. Nice to see you guys. It's been a, a hectic couple of weeks, but uh, it's nice to get back on schedule and get back drive into it with you guys. I'm Disney bound, man. I'm ready to roll. Wednesday, two days from recording right now. And thank you guys for showing up early and uh, recording this episode because, look, I wasn't going to be here when you guys were going to do this uh, the next time. And we have some special stuff planned for this episode. So, uh, I mean, I'm good. I haven't packed anything. But other than that, ready to roll to Disney. I got to tell you, I'm really excited for this episode. You know, I'm kind of a technology geek, you know, when it comes to certain things. I'm always trying to be up on cutting edge when it comes to uh, different technologies and computer stuff. And it's just just kind of what drives me a little bit. You know, I guess my background is being a mechanic. I kind of like the way things tick. And uh, to see technology uh, evolve in the park over the last couple of years uh, since I've been going as a family and obviously since I've been going as a kid, you know, I mean, the technology has been amazing. And uh, we've all witnessed it, even if it's on a small scale. We've only been a couple of times or whether you've been you know, going for your life. Uh, it's one of those things that even if it's not at Disney, technology is always evolving around us, which is amazing. And I think 
uh, Walt always had the idea to go to the next level, which makes it even more special how the technologies evolved in Disney World parks. Uh, I'm excited to talk about technology tonight and how the parks have evolved, and uh, I'm more excited to be talking about it with you guys, my brothers. Justin, I know you've been going to the parks for a very long time. You've been going as a kid. You've been going through your childhood, and you've been going through, obviously, your adulthood, and you're seeing it through your child's eyes. Uh, both you and I have gone when we were children. I know we've seen some very noticeable differences in how the rides have evolved in all of the, all of the years. What some of the main noticeable things that you've seen how the rides have evolved and some of the technology in the newer rides? Oh, man, it's unbelievable. I mean, so my first trip to Disney was when I was two. Um, of course, I don't remember much of that trip, but we went over and over and over again as I was little. And I think you have to look at not only the animatronics, but you have to also look at the use of screens, the use of 3D technology over the past, you know, let's say decade, things like that. Uh, there's multiple things that we've seen in the parks that have changed over the years. And I think we've actually seen more growth in the last decade than we've seen in the previous four, you know, behind that. Uh, but let me ask you guys this. Mike, like you said, you, you went to the parks as a kid. When you're looking at attractions, the amazing thing that Disney does in my eyes is the technology was there from the beginning that still holds up today. I mean, when you look at things like Country Bear, I know Country Bear kind of seems a little bit outdated, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because I finally did Country Bear on this last trip. Um, but still, that those audio animatronics are really, really nice. I mean, the way they work, the way they, they're fluid. Um, I mean, you, you're talking about pirates, you know, things like that. I think audio animatronics, we've seen a huge step up, a huge, uh, uh, you know, bump in, in, in the parks, but look, it was always there for me. I mean, even back in the, uh, in the seventies and eighties, I mean, it's always been ahead of its time. Walt was ahead of his time with this. So if I'm going to say one thing, it's probably audio animatronics, but still, even back then, man, it was, it was ahead of the game. I remember going as a child because, and my mother being a history teacher would drag me to the hall of presidents all the time. And, uh, even as a child, they almost seem real to me, you know, and to this day, they still seem real. You know, the, the detail that they put into those things, uh, Jason, I know you're very much a technology buff. You're very much into the VR. You're very much into the cutting edge stuff as much as I am, as much as Justin is. Uh, what impresses you the most that you see in the parks? What what technology do you see has you wanting more? What do you see out there as somebody who's on the cutting edge wants to, to see more of that particular type of stuff? Oh, you know, I'm going to agree with you both on the animatronics. I absolutely love the animatronics. And I can even go back to the great movie ride. Um, was it the animatronics 2.0? Was that the correct term mm -hmm. for those? Mm -hmm. um, fantastic. Those are absolutely fantastic animatronics. I think what I'm going to go with is the use of, like, digital screen technology. For example, Soren or, uh, you know, like the newer Flight of Passage. Um, I think that's... That's the what's getting me excited, what's gotten me excited and, and excited for the direction of uh, implementing maybe augmented reality. Look, you want to talk about technology, let's talk about Galaxy's Edge. What are we going to see there? Oh, yeah, definitely. As far as technology jumps. No, you're right. Uh, Galaxy's Edge. Look, even looking back, Mike, you remember going, and I don't know if you ever did this as a kid, but going to like some of the 360-degree um, projections that they had, you know, they still have. At Epcot, like go to Canada, you know, and and see those, and, and like see some of these. Look, the, that was ahead of its time at that time when they were mm -hmm. when they were filming that stuff. And now, when you go and you sit on a banshee on Flight of Passage, and you're looking at these screens, and how fully immersed are you in the experience? To where you ha you're smelling, you're feeling the water, you the wind, you know, the banshees breathing between your legs, the the screen. I, I don't know. My thing's this, and Jason, you're more acclimated in this world than i am you know with the whole vr and and that how much better can it get that's my thing oh you listen i'm gonna cut you off and i'm gonna tell you you have no idea when i am put on my htc vive and you know and i'm only running a 1070 graphics card in here and i don't want to go on a technical thing but you know i know it's like well you're not running a 1080 or it works perfect for me because it, it for what i do Guys, when I put this on, there is one experience where I sit there and the Millennium Falcon lands right next to me and R2-D2 gets out of it. And if it if I could blow some heat on me, you would think you were really there. It's that immersive. Mm 
So if you want to talk about how much better can it get, I think the limitations are going to be, and I, and I, I don't even like to say this, are the people who can't handle the realism of it are going to stop us from progressing to where it is so real we believe it. Those, think about it. Those are the people. For example, we went to a firehouse. Um, they had a little heat lamp on a doorknob. This family was complaining the doorknob was too hot for the kids to open the door. It was to simulate right heat. Uh, right. They had to turn the lamp off. Okay. Now there are families out there like that that are not that it's going to upset their kids because it's too immersive, and Disney's going to have to pull it back a little bit. So that's going to be the limitations, not the technology or Disney. It's going to be the people that are experiencing it are going to set the limitations. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. With the anim- with the animatronics, we were talking about some of mm-hmm. the advancements. The do you think they should go more into the animatronics animatronics like they have in the Frozen ride? The uh, I guess it's the four D animatronics. Mm-hmm. Are you not happy with that? You're, you're more happy with the uh, the Jack Sparrow kind of animatronics in the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it works for Frozen. I think it would maybe work for a Big Hero Six. Um, you know, some of those uh, different kind of uh, uh, attractions. Um, I don't think that'll ever work for um, like like a Beauty and the Beast. Let's say they would do that. That it just wouldn't work for it. It just doesn't work for me. It's too cartoonish. But you know what? Maybe that's the direction that Disney wants to go. I don't know. What about if they did the Great American Movie Ride? You know, they're doing that Disney-like. I mean, they're doing that with the uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, supposedly. Minnie and Mickey throwback to, if they threw the 4D animatronics in that, would that be too modern for you? Would that be too much something that you wanted to see? Or is that something that's uh, missing the mark? Oof. I, you know, I'm, I'm real going to reserve. I'm going to reserve on that. I don't, unless I see it, I don't know. 4D might work for that ride. What do you think, Justin? Uh, man, I don't know. You know what? It works for Frozen, though. I Like, when you when you go through there. But I think you are right, mm-hmm. Jason. I think it is almost kind of a little cartoonish. Because, look, whenever I think animatronics, you got to think all the way back to, you know, the 1950s when Walt is creating these audio animatronics for the first time. The Tiki Room, things things of this nature, right? Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean's coming. Th- Haunted Mansion. Um, now you fast forward and you look at some of the things coming out of Walt Disney Imagineering where we have robots that are flipping in the air like doing doing full flips are we going to see so when i when i think of the future of disney coming from the past are we going to see robots walking through the parks are we going to see you know um like a fully immersive uh, something you can interact with. I mean, have you guys uh, interacted with the robot that goes through Tomorrowland? I mean, it's fully interactive. We not only saw the robot interactive, but then later on, it knew us. Hi, Justin. Hi, Katie. You know, you must be Riley because it remembered our interaction from previously in the day. It's mm-hmm. just unbelievable where they're going. And when you look at some of those videos coming out, uh, I just, I, I think it's, there is no stopping where it can go as far as audio animatronics. Nope. I I agree. I agree. We're going to go from animatronics to androids. I mean, how? what if you have that android that's walking around in Adventureland, and it's actually Jack Sparrow? But is it too much when you have things like the Talking Mickey? I love Talking Listen, I love Talking Mickey, and I can't believe the people that hated him um, who told me he was creepy. I didn't find it creepy at all. My kids loved him. I don't know, man. I thought it was fantastic. Okay. What about you? Did you not like him? Uh, wasn't my favorite. I don't know if I just wasn't used to the change. I, it was kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I'm very I'm very conservative when it comes to those things. I like things the way they were, and I don't know. I, the the okay. token making was a little creepy to me, but that's just my own opinion. Well, it's, it's my own personal thing, and, you know, I think maybe if it was there more often, it would grow on me a little bit. Um, but I guess I'm just so used to the characters not having that talking interaction that it was just kind of, you know. It was a little, little, little on the weird side for me. So I'm really happy with the direction that Disney's going with a lot of their technology. Uh, just from the few years that I've been going with my family, I've seen quite a few advancements. I know there's a lot more advancements that are on the horizon. Uh, we've heard some rumors, and um, I'm going to be happy to hear from our next guest, the RC Sailors. Uh, Justin, they're family members of yours. I'm going to do a little interview with them. Uh, first, we're going to take a break and hear all about what they think is going to be happening. 
Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise sailing July the 17th, 2019 with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. Hey guys, so excited to have guests that are not only guests of the show, but they're family to me. Um, my brother-in-law, sister-in-law, Abby and Nate, and they are the RC Sailors. And guys, welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast, Yay! episode 53, talking about a little bit of technology in the parks. And uh, here's, I want I want our Disney family to get to know your RC Sailors family. So tell us a little bit about your channel, how you got started, uh, what you guys do, and uh, how people can find you too. That's an important, important thing I want to get to. Well, first and foremost, uh, we're family friendly. I'm, I'm Nate. <laughs> I'm Abby. We're the RC that. Sailors. Yeah, that's right. Justin nailed it. Uh, but we've that we've been uh, we've been on YouTube for five or six years now. Almost six years. I don't know. We do a video almost every day. Uh, we try to every day if we possibly can, and it's usually very much RC related. Drones are so popular now, so we do a lot of drones. We do a lot of RC trucks, boats. If it's RC, we have it on the channel. Even every now and then, we'll do an RC sweeper like one of the Roombas that will clean your house. <laughs> I, I still think that's RC. So uh, that's what we do. We just kind of play with this stuff and then we give you our opinion of it in a real world example. Um, we don't hold back. If it's bad, we'll tell you it's bad. But I just, we don't like those videos that are so dry and boring yeah. where they read the instruction manual to you. We get out and we play with it. And we started the hobby because we wanted to have something we could do and share together. Um, and so Nate sold his Hoyt compound bow that he used to go frog gigging with. Yep, the man I made. Really? You went frog gigging? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ate him fresh and everything. No way, dude. I didn't know this. How did I know this? Yeah. Yep. There's a lot about me that people don't know, well, I guess. I, I tell you, the one thing that when we talked about this episode and talking about technology in the parks... The one thing you guys do is you immerse yourself constantly in technology. You're playing, you're playing for a living, you know. Yeah, and it's, it's fun, fun. <laughs> you know. And, and but also, what you guys do is you have a front row seat to to what I think Disney is going to use in the future to really improve and to better their parks. Yeah. Um, let's talk about this. I want to talk before we get into that. I want to talk about your Disney history because. You know, you guys, like you said, haven't been going to Disney as long, but you fell in love with Disney after you went. You know, this is something that you've really bought into and you, you love the parks and, and, you know, now you're annual pass holders and things like that. That's right. Recently, more so than ever, we're very much Disney fiends. We just have been absorbing it this last year. Um, in the last 365 days, we purchased a season pass. We've yep. gone, this will be our fourth time coming yeah. up. We're loving it. Uh, the only thing we haven't done is stay on the premise yet. Yeah, like, we always stay off Disney property. But now we're getting. We're knocking that, that off though. We're staying Animal yeah. Kingdom Lodge. Staying right. at uh, what are we booked on? All Star Music. All Star yes. Music. So we're so staying two there. Two of so. them. And the next quick little stay. Uh, before that, I had gone as a kid. Mm -hmm. I didn't remember any of it. No. So when Abby and I went together for the first time on it, my twenty seventh birthday, it really felt like. It was my first time there. I vaguely remembered things, but man, I fell in love with it. It was truly magical, that first visit, that first week that you're there. And we wanted more of it. So, I so think the next we, trip we bought season passes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's to us, it's been worth every penny. We love it. Uh, we love that you guys are so involved in it. And, and I see why now. I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. I think that if I didn't go to the parks, I wouldn't have gotten it. But I, I do now. I'm... Yeah, that's what that's what I tell people all the time. Like once you go and you experience it, and it doesn't have to be the most magical time no. for you to still have a great time at Disney. Yeah, you know, I always tell people. I think people with their first trip too, they have that ex that expectation of, ooh, I want it to be what I see on commercials. You know, all of a sudden I get on uh, Dumbo and and Captain Hook gets in the seat with me next to me. <laughs> Wouldn't you know? go that far, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But but it's there. Um, but hey, you know, I, I want to talk a little bit about drone use in the parks you guys interact with drone technology more than anyone 
I personally know, and much more than anyone I see on any YouTube channels, things like that. A lot. You have your hands on not only you know low budget drones, but also drones that cost a lot of money, yeah, thousands, and people are using and businesses are using with practical use in the parks. Where do you see in the parks? Could Disney use drone technology to better the experience of, of, of guests coming to the parks? I can confidently tell you this right now, that a guest will never be able to fly a drone in Disney. No, no, no. Yeah. For any yeah. reason. Yeah. But I do think Disney will use drones uh, to do things that probably we can't even imagine right now because it is such new technology. We have drones that are able to... Deliver pizzas? <laughs> they could if they <laughs> wanted to. God, don't tell Katie. That's all that's all will be happening. There'll be constant buzz outside the house with drones outside. They can map things uh, more precisely using drones than we've ever been able to do. So construction of buildings, designing things. Security would be another. Yes, yeah, security would be amazing because imagine the amount of distance a security officer could tra- travel with a drone as opposed to on foot and right. the gas from a vehicle. I mean, you can put a drone in the air for an hour and it costs you nothing but the cost of that drone versus an hour of driving a pickup truck around the premise. Well, you know, for me, because I don't know a lot about drone technology. I, you know, I know some, but not a ton. And for me, you look at Disney has already implemented drones just in the entertainment aspects of the parks because with Disney Springs... With their Christmas show, you know, they use drones to do simple shapes in the sky. Christmas mm-hmm. tree, stars, things of that nature. And that's amazing, honestly. Oh, yeah. But when you look in the future, like, uh, so we find out a few weeks, two weeks ago, that Illuminations at Epcot is going away. Illuminations is, is, is going to be gone. Now you're looking at the perfect uh, area, I think, for drone technology to be used. I mean, look, it's over a lake. It's, everyone's, Same. everyone's looking up. Mm-hmm. I mean, what could, what could they do now and what could they do maybe five years in the future with drones as a entertainment aspect in your eyes could you imagine a drone with a smoke machine on it and then surrounding drones are blasting the laser lights that we see in the disney shows now yeah you know people think of drones and they think camera and invasion of privacy but there are drones that have life support systems into them so a drone can get to a person faster to save their life you know uh, faster than a person could make their way through a crowd but as an entertainment aspect not just attaching the cameras to them but crazy laser lights Mm -hmm. you can project things from drones onto other things Mm -hmm. Uh, drones can carry a lot of stuff a smoke machine from a drone in the sky see that's amazing 100 drones in the sky pouring the smoke down from a totally new aspect. You couldn't pay an airplane pilot enough to do that all right. day long. But the drones, once you buy them, they'll work for you until they just can't work anymore. And you know how, like, on Seven Dwarves, you ride the ride, and then you get off the ride, and you check your Disney photo pass, and there's your picture yeah, from the yeah. ride on your phone. Imagine that if the drone was recording the audience the whole time, and so then it uploads, it scans your magic band somehow, uploads to your Disney app, and you can go and see yourself watching the show. Like Things like that would be awesome. There are so many things that Abby and I are dreaming about right now that's currently in the real world that a drone could do, but the drone technology has progressed so fast in the last three years that I can't even fathom that what they're going to be able to do three years from now. So knowing how Disney does things, just above and beyond, and truly magical, the implementation of drones is exciting when you yeah. think of someone like Disney getting a hold of them. And something just as simple as what we call a drony, which is a selfie with a drone. Like, if I could get a drony in front of the right. castle, yeah. I would freak out. Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be so, amazing. So that's one of the things I've thought about too. Like you think about PhotoPass and how cool would it be if they had uh-huh. designated spaces to For where drones. now you're not getting that same eye line that you always get. All of a sudden you're getting this new perspective. Mm-hmm. That no one's ever had before. That would be amazing. For pictures. That would be amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, they, they could make a ton of money. Well, like, so, it could be like an upgrade to your photo pass. Exactly. So, <laughs> let's talk about this, though, too. Because it's not only drones. You guys also uh, get into boats. You get into cars. You get into all that. I mean, the application for boats, I think, at Disney, I think it's there. I think when you talk about some of the lakes and some of the things they could do, that's a technology I don't know much about. 
what can they add on to these smaller vessels maybe to put in the water? Maybe you think about a thing like Rapunzel. We all love Rapunzel. You know, the floating lanterns, things like that. Just those lights out into the water, moving around, doing certain things. Mm-hmm. Are boats able to be as... Um, can they be set like drones are to be at a certain coordinate? Oh, of course. They could. But I think that realistically, if you wanted to have fun with an RC boat in Disney, what I imagine is, <laughs> have you seen on ESPN something called Drone Racing League with the guys that wear the goggles? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. They're racing around yeah, yeah. at 100 miles an hour. You can take those cameras that are on those race drones, put them on just about anything. So put one of those little tiny cameras on the front of a boat and then allow a person to have goggles on or just a screen. Mm-hmm. And they come up to the steering wheel. This kid comes up to a steering wheel and, and you tell him, okay, for, for 10 minutes you have control over this little boat that's going to drive around. So you're looking the... at an interaction. Oh, totally. I love that though. I, I, love, I think the one thing Disney's missing out on right now is I think they're getting away from more of the interactive things that they used to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that that's something that people would love. And my, you know, my co-host Jason is huge into VR massive in VR. I mean, it's just, that's his, that's his thing. He absolutely loves it. And I think that technology with drones and, you know, getting those, the one-on-one, you and technology in the parks is something that's completely new to, you know, my generation. Um, one of the, let me ask you guys this. One of the questions I had for the guys was, do you think that drone technology as is as interesting to the new generation, to kids coming up now because they've grown up with it, they've known it, they've always been around it, as it is to people like us who, wow, this we didn't have this as kids, we didn't have, you know, and what, what you know, it's almost like watching Star Wars in reverse, it's like, whoa, what is going to happen next, you <laughs> know what I mean? such a good question because, you know what, Riley... Yeah, perfect example. I went outside with Riley today and flew a drone and she was just... Loving it. Loving every minute of it. Yeah. And it, it's a drone that almost flies itself. But it comes at a high cost right now to have such a really good drone like that. And so to implement that into Disney and yeah. to give that person the hands-on interactive experience and to show them what it can do, it, it would be just just awesome. And, and here's why I know that. I remember as a kid... I think it was Disney, but it could have been some other theme park. It was definitely in a theme park. I went to this section that had 20 sailor boat steering wheels. I know what you're talking about. I've done those before, yeah. Yeah, and you drop in 50 cents, and you get five minutes to control the RC boat around. Yeah, you just try to knock all the other boats out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much fun. I'll never forget that moment. Let's upgrade it a little bit, put the camera on it, and just... Just have a new that's, modern twist to that's it. That's combining old school with new school. I like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think, too, like, you look at RC cars. I mean, let's talk about parades and that technology being used in parades as well. I mean, you're going up and down Main Street. Mm-hmm. Think about the pictures you could get. You're talking about PhotoPass mm-hmm. implementation. Uh, I, th- I think drones are the focal point, but I think with the RC world, there's other aspects that you could use to... There are, but drones... Definitely take the cake right now. Right. I mean, you say drone now, and everybody knows what you mean. It's in mainstream movies, uh, even even some. <laughs> I don't know. This isn't a Disney movie, but we saw the uh, in Ready Player One. There was a uh, a lot of a couple drone scenes at the beginning, and uh, we see like hurricane movies, like crazy stuff. And there's just drone. It's almost unnecessary that they put the drone shots in there, but they're in there. It's right. because they're popular. And you say the word drone, people either love it or hate it. Usually it's for an invasion of privacy kind right. of thing. That, but once you've been exposed to it, it's, it's truly amazing technology. Yeah, I, I love drones. It's really put a breath of fresh air into the whole RC hobby, this whole drone fad. Well, let's talk a little bit about how y- your all's view on technology and Disney, not even take away the drones. Just in your time going, when you look at things like Pandora, and you look at all these other you know lands that are coming, you're looking at Galaxy's Edge coming next year, you know with Star Which would Wars. Be amazing. What, what in your view? I mean, you're literally year by year, the progression of technology has been unbelievable, and now we're moving on to, like I said, with the Galaxy's Edge. What are we going to see? What do, what are you? What would you love to see when you walk into a Galaxy's Edge? 
Let's see Bubba Fett fly in using drone technology. Right. Not Tinkerbell from the castle. Is that, is that physically possible? It is. Uh, is it safe enough for the mainstream public to get into it yet? No, it is not. But people are flying yeah. on drones now that mm-hmm. are, they look like a, the hoverboard from Back to the Future. I mean, they, really? they're that small now using car batteries, a little cage over it, and just tons of loud fans. But the freedom. Now Tinkerbell would not have to fly in a straight line. She could fly out in a curved kind of pattern. You know, we could really see some huge upgrades to some of the shows using drones. Could you imagine Fantasmic? Oh, see, that's that's a that's like a big Mickey thing. Just floats up that, in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's a big thing Fantastic. for me. Is like I'm sitting there. Oh, Fantastic's my favorite. That's I love our it. Favorite. And I'm sitting. There, I'm like, it needs a refurb so bad. It's ready for but it. Because then again, it is just so good. It's so good. But the one at Disneyland is like it got refurb this past year. And okay. It's, oh my gosh, is it amazing? But also, you're talking about projections and drone technology with yeah. projections and I, the projections that they use for there. Imagine being able to. Like, you guys are, are opening my eyes to drone technology. Imagine being able to be, no matter where you are in the crowd, there's projections all around you. So you don't have to have that perfect seat. You don't have to be in line an hour and a half beforehand. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have, you know, you're going to be able to have that projection on certain sp- spaces that maybe it wouldn't be applicable otherwise without drone technology. I, my whole thing is this. I've watched you guys grow over the years and you know grow your knowledge of of not only drones in the rc world but also grow as a family you know and grow as a uh, of the rc sailors an online community and to watch you guys expand your knowledge and now share it with the disney community i think it's so much fun because i think there's so much that disney can do with this technology and i just don't know do you think there is any stopping it i think i i don't know where it stops the only time it will stop is if um, the government wants to stop it. <laughs> yeah, That's right, about right, it. Right. Yeah. Uh, at the, the progression it's going now, it's just so amazing. We get excited about the video game progression. Uh, we get excited about cell phone progression. But one of the fastest things in the consumer retail business right now that has progressed leaps and bounds is the drone world, the RC world, technology has gotten so much better and it makes it so much easier for people to get into and, and, and it's fun you said the crossover between what we do and Disney and we'll go to Disney and people that listen to our videos and watch our videos will see us there and want our autograph or uh, you know at least comment yeah, on a video yeah. I, saw I just you. saw you why <laughs> you know I'm not sure if it was you but I think it was you that's very uh, cool man yeah. and, and so we want to actually if we can bring some of a small piece of our drone world into your Disney family so we brought uh, I have to admit we did bring something for Justin yes you is, did he is our brother-in-law so we're gonna of course hook him up uh, but we also have something that looks really cool and should be a lot of fun, very easy to get into for anybody that's never flown a drone before as a giveaway for your That's for your so audience. nice, man. That's so cool of you. I, you know, I think that a lot of people, too, um, if you've never done it, it may be a little overwhelming, you know, as far as, like, the drone world. Yeah. And what you guys do for everyone is you take away that, you know, fear of getting into that. That's our goal. Yeah. Yeah. Our goal is number one and should be... Uh, abundantly clear that we have a family friendly and and safe youtube channel people comment regularly that they're just grateful that they have a safe place they can watch videos with their family so i want that to be very clear anyone that listens to disney dads would be welcome and we'd be happy to have you at the RC Sailors and vice versa. Yeah. And the second thing is we just want to make sure that the hobby isn't intimidating to yeah. people. So we approach it from a beginner's perspective almost every single video we That's do. That's right. And if, if it is a hobby grade, harder to fly thing or harder to drive thing, more expensive, in that video we'll give recommendations of something that would be an easier progressive kind of But RC if I can to. do it... Anybody can do it. <laughs> Let's just be clear. Well, I tell you what, I'm going to put you guys on the spot because I didn't tell you guys this before, but something we do with every single guest is we do a Disney lightning round, okay? And oh I typically Ooh. I typically have my two guest hosts here sitting next to me, so I have some extra help. Oh, but I'm going to ask you just some really simple Disney questions. Wow, we might fail hard. And you're just, no, it's your opinion. You're just going to throw them out of me, okay? Okay, okay. <laughs> Ready? 
and we're gonna we're, we're gonna go we're gonna go Abby first oh, of okay, course. Okay. Uh, favorite Disney park? Oh my gosh, Animal okay. Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, really? Okay, yeah. I like but, that. But this trip, from where I'm pregnant, it's Epcot. Food one, yeah, <laughs> oh I agree. That's yeah, yeah. But Animal Kingdom, nice. Yeah. Also, Animal Kingdom, really. We've, we've talked about this before, hands down. <laughs> yeah, we've decided Animal Kingdom is where it's at. And actually, before, don't get me wrong. This was we, before Pandora. We love the Pandora section. It's yeah. amazing technology at its yeah. finest. But uh, we loved it even more before that because the crowds were smaller. It's shady. Uh, there's a lot more. You can slow down. We're very, we like to slow things yeah. down. And you can slow down in that park and just look at things and take it all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We okay. like to walk back on the paths and see right. the tigers and all the that. safari. I like that though. Yeah. You, you, you know what we, you know, we do Disney. We are lucky to get out of bed before ten o'clock. And then <laughs> we lay by the pool till two, and then we eat, and then we are lucky to get into the park before five o'clock. So I'm with you. Um, favorite Disney attraction? Oh gosh. I feel like I know yours. What? The <laughs> safari ride. Oh yeah, of course. Safari ride. Safari. Yeah. 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 Uh, consistently, the safari ride for me too. But kind of opposite of what I—it's almost hypocritical of what I just said because technology comes in at its just most prominent in this ride, the Avatar ride. Flight of passage. Flight of passage. Yeah. I've never witnessed anything in person that has just left me so speechless when I got off of that ride and willing to wait three more hours for another. You know, it's three just, or four minutes. It's just amazing. I mean, from the smells to the to it's all, all your senses are overloaded with that attraction. Yes. I mean, completely. Okay, here we go. Uh, favorite, favorite, favorite Disney food. Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Yeah. Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Okay, nice. Yeah. We talk about this stuff. We've. This is I your. Mean, this we, your... we know. You know. We know. We talk about as we right. leave and we're driving home. I'll give you this one. This 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 is this is a super easy one. Favorite Disney character. Pocahontas. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Was that because of when you were growing up? Oh, that yeah. was just the movie so. that came out at the time? I think it so, It kind of took yeah. us, like, with Riley's uh, Rapunzel. Right. You know, thing, with Tangle. Very nostalgic for me. Yeah. I got, like, a gang of... <laughs> the, I got, like, a crew that I love. It's a Toy Story yeah, like, squad. Yeah, like Woody and Jesse and Buzz, Buzz and yeah. Rex and all of them. The whole yeah, crew. the whole cast. I have you seen... Uh, have you been to Toy Story Land yet? No. And that's what we're excited about. Fantastic. But. Yeah, we're going to... Hey, two couple days... Uh, well, when this comes out, we'll have already been. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's just completely envelops you. Uh, can't wait. Well, guys, listen. I can't... Look, you guys are family. I cannot begin to thank you enough for coming on. Tell everyone one more time where to find you, how to find you on YouTube... And to uh, go and subscribe to your amazing channel. Well, thank you. Uh, it's we just have fun. That's the main thing. Yep. And and when you're there, we want you to have fun too. But we are the RC Sailors. S A Y L O R S on YouTube. That's because our last name is Sailor. If you type in the YouTube search box, the RC T H E R C. It should come up. It'll come up. <laughs> Fantastic. I know. I, and I know, guys. Like I, you know, you guys aren't the type of people to where you want to talk about how much successful you've been. I mean, what's your one video has how many views? The whole five million or something. Exactly. That's. Yeah. I mean, let's talk. Okay. Look, I'm proud of you all Thank as you. family. Thank you. Thank you for coming to be a part. You know what? Um, I want to take a minute before we jump off. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I don't have very much family, if any, really, that is into. Uh, I think that you're the first family that's really, truly gotten into the social media entertainment, uh, podcast, YouTube, whatever, you know, whatever platform you're using. And I have so much respect for it. And I know you have learned the ins and outs through the last year or something, too. And it's so proud. I'm so proud, too. I mean... Yeah, especially since you all just hit, had your one-year One year. You're like, so close so to awesome. a 1,000 followers on Facebook. You're like, at this point in time, Probably 30 people it. away. You yeah. might have already hit it. That's a huge milestone, and, and you're growing at the same pace that we are. So if it gives you any indication, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, and as long as you love it and you share that passion with your listeners. And your family. That's yeah. the, that's the what keeps us going is that we share what we do together, and you all share what you do together. With and your family. And it is a family. The Disney Dads family. Uh, and that's, that's such a, core, a strong core value that we believe in. And it's so prominent in, in your podcasts. We love listening to it on our travels and stuff. 
And I, I know that you guys are just going to keep growing and be super successful in the future. It's very exciting. Very well, exciting. I appreciate it, guys. And thank you again for the amazing giveaway. We'll come up with a cool cool way for our Disney family to be able to enter to get that awesome drone, to be flying, uh, you know, getting themselves immersed in that RC culture. But before you do that, get on YouTube now. Go find the RC Sailors. Go check them out. They're amazing. They're so much fun. Amazing personalities. Guys, I've had a blast. And you know what? Hey. Let's stop this right now and let's go to Disney. Let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Guys, hey, thanks for letting me take the time to interview them. Look, you're talking about a family that is uh, steeped in that culture of not only like drones, but also just the RC and the technological lifestyle that they live, you know, being inside that culture. I mean, really, really deep. Uh, And I think they had an amazing take on what, what Disney is going to offer in the future with drone technology. But that leads me, you know, to what, what we think, you know. I got to tell you, I was just at a concert with Sarah. You know, I promised her to take her to a uh, to a rap concert, and we went to, we went to go see Drake. And um, some of you people in the group might know who that is. Um, I got a lesson the hard way, but uh, they had <laughs> yeah, wasn't my cup of tea. But you know, I'm getting older, so you know, I'm not not everything the teenagers are into. I am into anymore. But uh, the one thing that I did notice was they used a lot of drones for the lighting effects for the concert. And I thought it was really, really cool. As much as I disliked the music, but as much as I was happy to be there for my daughter to, you know, let her have a good time, I was more looking at what they were doing with their stage show. And they had these little, little mini lit up drones that flew all over the entire arena. They were all computer sank, and they, it was just an amazing, amazing light show. I thought it was bubbles, actually, when the lights were going on and off. I mean, it was just really, really cool to see that. And um, that really excites me for the possibilities of what Disney's going to be able to do. I mean, this was just, you know, a concert they threw up together, you know, it's a, it's a world tour or whatever it was, but, you know, they're just using an arena. Here, Disney's going to have their own property and be able to really go forward with this. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what the technology and drones and the, the lighting effects are going to be. Going back to your drones, uh, Rachel and I were talking about this tonight, and... Uh... Guys, I don't know. What do you think about the illuminations with the takeover with the the new illuminations? I really think there's going to be some drone play. Disney's going to incorporate drones into their stuff. Well, you know, we saw it with uh, the the Christmas show that they did at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. You know, they put some drones in there. They had they had the different um, you know Christmas tree star things like that that they would put up there. Yeah, I think. I mean, if you're talking about going and and looking for a fantastic opportunity to put it in somewhere why not at epcot with whatever nighttime spectacular they come with there i think i think it's perfect to put it right over there right over the lake it would fit perfectly i'm going to disagree with you i think of a better place to fit that in and that would be in the new galaxy's edge oh i don't know man i don't know and here's why i don't have a valid reason i just say i don't know (laughs) I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling that. And if they, because, because today's drone technology and look, you know, I like, I like my drone. I fly the Phantom. I mean, it's, it's a good drone. Um, I just think it would take away from the futuristic or the space allure of Star Wars, unless they trick those drones out to look amazing and do amazing things. I think it would be too modern for our galaxy's edge. In my opinion, I don't know. Uh, you know yeah, like I said, in that in that concert, they had these little 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 drones that were these little, little bit of lights. I mean, how cool would it look to make it look like you're in a galaxy far, far away with a lot of stars and some of the I don't know the projected oh, small lighting. spaceships going yeah like, going past. Okay, all right, I'm feeling you, buddy. Okay, you convinced me. Or think about this. Think about if they had those small ones in late at night. They're going in like they're green and red, and they have the projection of like the starships. And it looks like they're shooting at each other with the drone. So the drones are just moving back and forth, you know, green and red. So it actually looks like the, you know what I'm saying? Like you could do sure, all kinds absolutely. of stuff like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I. Here's the problem with that. You're going to be flying drones over people though. And Disney is not going to want that. Well, see, but they've already put in for permits to do it. So I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. I See, and that's. I mean, I think it's great. The technology's there. You did hit it on the head, but also the way that they pull back those nighttime spectaculars, it might not be over people. You know what I mean? Like, they yeah. might do it mm-hmm. over top of buildings, or, you know, you're talking about doing it over top of, you know, the lakes, or even off property because of the sure. viewpoint looks like, you know, where it is. I mean, you're talking yeah. about fireworks in the Magic Kingdom, 
most of those fireworks come from off property. They're not even, you know, they're not even in the Magic Kingdom. So mm-hmm. it's it's all point of view, perspective, things like that. I think we're going to see a lot more drone use inside the Disney parks within the next decade than people think. I th- I th- oh, absolutely. I think it's going to be prominent. Security is going to be one. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you security is going to be used for the drones. I mean, Mike, you got hands-on on some of the best security software in the world. Mm-hmm. Incorporate that with the drones. Let me ask you, Mike, because you, you do have hands-on um, uh, knowledge, you know, and, and with security in a, in a large venue. Did where you work you use drones? Uh, no, and we were actually, we were very, very close. Well, when I worked, you know, working for the Method City Field, we're right next to LaGuardia Airport. So we're actually in one of those no-fly zones where gotcha. you can't have a drone at all. Uh, mm-hmm. The U.S. Tennis Center is there where the U.S. Open just was, obviously City Field, and we're right in the flight path. If anybody's ever watched a baseball game and saw the Mets play, uh Sorry, but but uh, but the airplanes fly right over the stadium, and you're directly in the flight path of. Uh, you can't watch one of those games and not hear the airplanes flying over the stadium because I think it's runway seven for LaGuardia Airport is right there. So uh, we're in a very much no fly zone. Uh, if you, even New York City just to fly a drone is a, is, a, is a really hard thing to get the proper permits to do that. So in that particular area, because it's a homeland security type area it, you can't fly anything in that area uh without without any like written consent from the mayor's office and yada 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 so if you fly something in that area it's automatically considered like a threat to the uh to homeland security and you'll be dealt with in a way you don't want to be dealt with so yeah no uh we never use them but it's a certainly a no-fly zone can, can i ask you guys a question real quick because i think it's a generational thing and i think that when you look at it's it's like with cell phones, like with a lot of stuff we have. When you look at drones, you look at this newer generation that has always known drones. They've grown up with them. That's just it's just part of life. Um, is it not as cool to them? Is it not as futuristic? Is it not as My Skype uh, you know out of this world? Let's say you know or magical to them as it would be to people like us who didn't have that. The answer to your question, Justin, is. Um, Maybe, maybe that's exactly what it is. You know, I, I, I mean, we—that's a great speculation, but I don't know, man. It's there's so many possibilities that we could do with drones. I mean, for one, they're very stable. Two, I mean, I can fly mine in like 35, 40 mile an hour winds, no problem. In fact, if I hover it, it'll stay there in gust and video, perfect, perfect. Um, so there's so many applications that Disney can use with drones. It's really exciting, even with lasers. Uh, how about projections? I mean, mm-hmm. anything, you know. So um, I don't think it's going to come down to what the, what the cool factor is over what the practicality of the technological advance will be. Do you think it's going to be more of a? It's not a. Um, it's not the actual drone that's the cool part. The drone is just the a driving vehicle. force to yes. the vehicle to what. Yeah, okay. Yep. The drone is just a new vehicle to get Disney to a higher level of technological advancements and ooh and ahs. How's that? I like it. Yeah, yeah. I definitely see that. I mean, I think I think we could even see it inside attractions. They've gotten so good now mm-hmm. that I think it's just inside attractions, you could see drone use with projection, like you said, things like I that. I could fly where... mine inside. It has radar. So it won't even hit a wall. It won't hit anybody. If it's flying around, it, it'll just stop. It'll back up. It won't hit anybody. So, That's pretty good. Katie can't even walk around without hitting a wall. It's just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's there, guys. It's there. It's going to be fun. It's gonna As soon as they start implementing it, uh, let the Imagineers just run with it. How cool would it be if they can incorporate that into your photo pass? There you oh, go. Can you imagine if it was idea. down Main Street and you get it, oh, my gosh, or, or like in Epcot, you yeah. know what I mean? Where yeah, they have a designated space set off to where no one's around there. Right. And I mean, you get some amazing angles of, you know, how the uh, spaceship Earth or around the castle or some, you know, some of the major parts of the park, you know. And just, and obviously they can pick it up with your, you know, with your magic band, you know. So uh, you stand in that spot and all of a sudden you zoom in and you get some amazing drone shots, you know. That'd be pretty cool if they can incorporate that to Fast Pass. Speaking of drone pictures, that brings us to one of my favorite things, and that would be. Pictures of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. So I gave 
Jason, the pick of the week the last time, I think. You did not. I gave it. We gave it to you. That's true. So I'll give it to Justin this week. Justin, what's your pick of the week? Oh, my God. I love, I love, listen, there's a reason that I love that guy. And uh, the reason this, he gives me pick of the week first. Because you have to be careful behind Jason, man. You might not get a picture. Uh, My pick of the week is this. And it was an easy one for me because I love everything in the picture. And that's Kathleen Bryan Smiley. Uh, Minnie in training, her daughter dressed up like Minnie Mouse, and that smile, she's so happy to be wearing the Minnie Mouse dress and be rocking those polka dots. Uh, Absolutely love it. That's keeping it Disney in your house, in your life, and uh, look, it's what it's all about, guys, so absolutely love it. Kathleen, great picture. Thanks for sharing. I don't even have to scroll. I know exactly which picture you're talking about. What a perfect picture. And you know what? That was a great picture. I mean, that's a frameable, put it on your wall picture, guys. That's awesome. I'm going to go ahead and jump right over to mine if you're if you're done commenting. Go ahead. If do that's your thing. okay. Yep. I mean, yep. um, Megan Sleeper Racine. And look, I don't know if you guys, and I know you guys got a chance to look at her collage of pictures, right? Kids had a fantastic time. It was their first time staying on property, first time having character meals, first time back since kids were old enough to remember all these experiences. And then she goes, "Here's a few fi- uh, some high- here's a highlights of our of our trip. Awesome. You guys had an amazing trip. We loved I love the pictures, guys. So uh, thanks, Megan. Absolutely great. Loved loved your trip. I love living vicariously through other people's trips is something that this group is all about. Mike, it's you. So my pick of the week is going to be our good friend, Michael Taylor. Michael, having an amazing time at Epcot, uh, kicking, kicking butt at food and wine. Listen, you, got, you look like you're having a blast. I'm so happy to see you having a good time. I know you've been waiting for this trip for a long time, and uh, good on to you, buddy. Glad you're having a good time. Oh, he's crushing his trip, man. I tell you what, that's a dude who's loving Disney right now, and it's so good to see him down there because he's always on the page and interacting and, uh, yeah, absolutely doing his thing. Plus, he got to walk on Soren. How cool is that? Nothing better than walking on any Disney attraction when you don't have to wait. Speaking of walking on, be walking somewhere in a few months. Dad's cruise? Yeah, man. It's getting, Hey, look, you know what? When we first started this whole thing, we thought, this is forever away. Holy, you know, it's it's wow. We got a long time to wait. Guys, we really don't have that long. Before you know it, it's going to be Christmas. And then all of a sudden, New Year, and then all of a sudden, we're counting down days until we're on board. We're under 300 days now to where we're on board the Disney Dream hanging out with our amazing Disney family. And uh, hey, if listen, we've had a few other people reach out this week. Now's the time to do it because that that uh, uh, early dining's filling up. That's when everyone's uh, doing the dining. We're all going to be sitting there together. Also, those inside staterooms are filling up. They're gone. Uh, porthole staterooms filling up. They're almost gone. So if you're wanting to get on board, now's the time to get a hold of Jamie and I at Disney Dads at AwayWithMeTravel.com. So many amazing families joining us on this cruise. It's going to be so much fun, man, going to Castaway twice, hanging out, uh, watching uh, uh, Jason, you know, splash around in the pool, you know, as he has a few cocktails and things like that. We're going to be sitting there cheering him on, hoping he makes it to the side. But uh, <laughs> how much fun are we going to have on the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise? I'm getting more excited now that we hit that under 300 mark. Yeah. You know, I think that double dip at Castaway is just uh, over the top for me. You know, I don't even – look, great. Let's see uh, the Bahamas. Um, but that double dip at Castaway with the kids, I can't wait to sit down there with the kids, and that sand is just beautiful there. So, um, yeah, let's do this, guys. Oh, and come on. You're going to be hanging around with 20-plus families that are all – here to see each other you know what i mean amazing amazing wow. family what are you kidding me of course we're gonna have a great time give them a call seriously let's go i want you guys on this cruise with us or mike or you can come meet us down a few days before, uh, in disney world uh i know a couple of people are going to meet us down there i think the reality is going to set in as soon as we start making those dining reservations at the 180 day mark that's when the reality comes in where yeah, it's just about time. So, yeah, if you listen, if you can't make the cruise, and I understand it, not everybody can, you definitely try and make it down to Disney that week. It's July. It's a great time to go. We'll be down there. You hang out if you're around. Uh, hey, listen, I- I'm going to be there. The rest of us are going to be there. It's going to be a blast. Oh, so much fun, man. I can't wait. Can't wait to have some some nights where we all get out together and have a good time. Um, but, look, I mean, that's that's not the only 
thing we got going on each week, something fun. And you talk about talking to, talking to and interacting with our Disney family. One of the favorite things I love every week is my phone just blowing up with those amazing Disney trivia answers. Jason, why don't you take us on the next ride with the Disney trivia? Why don't you give us the answer to the trivia question that cost you $10,000 oh first? Oh my gosh, you're right. I forgot about <laughs> this. All right, cool. All right. So the question was, and I said it wrong the last the last time, but it was all the same. Which uh, Disney character speaks the least amount of lines in their in their respective movie? Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, Dumbo. I said Sleeping Beauty because she falls asleep halfway through the movie. It was Dumbo. For some reason, I could not think about the fact that. He doesn't say anything the whole movie. He doesn't say one word. I was thinking that he had he had talked at some point, but he doesn't. He doesn't say a word. So Dumbo is the correct answer. And for all of you people, amazing job. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> man, I, I would have put, I would have bet a kidney that Dumbo talked. There has to be a remake or something where he talks. Dude, I, that's what I was thinking. It's, it's been 30 years probably since I've seen that movie, though. All right. Okay. Anyways. All right. Well, good big job, bummer, everybody. Big that, bummer for the kid here. Yeah, good job. And I see Rachel Spear won 30 cents on that game. So she, Take us to dinner. She's she's uh, she's my partner for um for when we do our Disney Dads trivia. Um, And Mike, during the Hercules song, A Star is Born, what does Zeus put in the sky to celebrate Hercules becoming a true hero? Becoming a true hero. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. Are you done? Becoming a true hero. Please leave that in. <laughs> and you, and you can, and you can text your answers to three one seven WDW Dads. That's three one seven nine three nine three two three seven. And while you're doing that, make sure to head over to our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, of course, we're the most active on our Facebook page. Uh, also find the links to uh, our own, uh, also find the links to our email, disneydadspodcast at gmail.com. And also our personal emails are there as well. So if you want to reach out to us personally, we would absolutely love that. But you can also find all of our shows, past and present, and, of course, the future ones will be there once we record them and put them there. So, yeah, head over to www.disneydadspodcast.com. Excellent. So, listen, guys, I had a fantastic time with you guys as usual. Uh, Justin, I'm sure your bags are already packed. You're ready to go out the door. And uh, you're going to be down in Disney again before we even know it. So I'm looking forward to seeing some pictures when you're down there. I'm excited to hear about your take on some of the food and wine stuff. Uh, and I'm excited to hear about your adult take. You know, I mean, you, you just had the little uh, hurricane where you had to evacuate for a little bit. And you did it with Riley. But uh, you're going down as adults, and that's something that we like to do. And uh, have a good time, brother. Enjoy. Have safe travels. And uh, I'll hopefully talk to you while you're down there. Thanks, man. Yeah, definitely. I'll be in touch. It's every day we're talking. Uh, yeah, we're excited. I'm excited to get down with our brother-in-law, sister-in-law. They're just amazing people. Really, really cool. It's going to be fun to see you know some of the Disney through their eyes that maybe they haven't seen before. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. We love our adult trips. I recommend everyone do an adult trip. You don't have to tell your kids. It's okay to lie to your kids, people. It's not a big deal. It's okay. It's all that that builds strong trust later whenever they realize you didn't leave them to go to Disney. But yeah, no, we're excited. And hey, I'll be talking to you soon. And thanks again, guys, for getting with me early in the week, earlier than normal, to record this episode so we can make sure to uh, to get it out there. Hey, can I give some props to your uh, your family that stay in there? Your brother and sister, or your brother in law, sister in law. Number one is thank you for uh, taking the time to come on the show. Um, number two is, all right, number two, um, thank you for um, being generous with the show. And above all, uh, having a lucky member of the family just um, have a good score. How cool is that, man? I, you know, it's the thing is, is uh, you're going to be a Disney dad before you know it. In a month, you're going to have a little one. Guys, I'm excited for both of you. Um, just be safe and uh, enjoy every minute of it, and have a great time down there. And go with the go with the uh, wheelchair if you need it. You're talking to me, right? Well, well, you know what? You should have Katie push you in a wheelchair. I as agree. I think it's my turn. I think Did you put up with her. 
I th- I, th- I think after I have a few drinks and have as much food as I do, I might need a wheelchair. So it's, it's it'll be good. But yeah, uh, yeah, I want to throw that to you. Hey, thanks to to Abby and Nate for supplying that drone, and we'll come up with a really cool way to do that giveaway. We fun. haven't we haven't talked about that yet, but we'll come up with a really cool way, uh, something interactive with the show. So we're we're excited to do that. What so, great people, uh, man! Seriously, what great yeah. people! Have a great time with them, Justin. Really appreciate it, guys. I had a blast tonight, Mike, buddy. It was great seeing you again. I know it's been busy. You too, guys. It's been busy. So good night, guys. Night, fellas. Good night. Good night, guys. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the one. And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.